Inflation figures out today and there's some hope they may show that the worst is over. If the quarterly figure comes in at about 1.3, that'll boil up to about 7.1 for the year. At the ANZ, Chief Economist Sharon Zolner joins us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Petrol's been a bit cheaper, food definitely not. What other movements are you factoring in today? Well, there are um, definitely always moving moving parts. Airfares is another one we're keeping an eye on. Uh, but there, so there is definitely an impact of the tourism reopening. Uh, we're waiting to see just how big. Uh, but it's not really a story about a few crazy things doing big moves, to be honest. It, it really is very broad-based inflation pressure we're seeing, and that is uh, the problem. You can't just sort of necessarily wait for it to go away. And, and that lift in food price inflation is, is pretty problematic as well. It obviously has a big impact on, on people's welfare. Uh, but it's also a very visible price that could potentially maybe help keep inflation expectations high. So around much of the world, they're seeing goods inflation fall while the services and wages sort of part of inflation is so sticky that we're yet to really see those goods prices come back in any meaningful way. So today will be a very interesting data read. I'd like to come back to expectations in a minute. First, though, what do you reckon for the quarter and the annual rate, crunching all those numbers together? Uh, yeah, so we're just a, a little tiny smidge above what you said there. So we've got the, the annual inflation at 7.2. Uh, the Reserve Bank's at 7.5. No one else is expecting a number that high. So on the face of it, the chance of them getting another upside to inflation, you know, the hurdle for that's quite high. Uh, but unfortunately, on the key non-tradable bit, which is the bit that they really care about, um, we're very much within spinning distance, 6.9 versus 7. So if there is going to be a surprise, it's unfortunately most likely to be in that part of inflation that they care most about. So is it too early to pick the peak? It probably is, which is quite remarkable because we've, uh, we've been picking the peak for a while. You know, not everyone has been, but we just keep getting these nasty surprises. And the most recent one was that food price inflation. Uh, we're going to have that fuel tax come back off, so that will put the bump back into inflation that it took out, uh, those sorts of things. Um, energy prices are the big wild card this year. In fact, commodity prices generally, with China reopening more rapidly than anyone was anticipating. That's, of course, usually very good news for New Zealand and Australia. We export a lot to to China, but it does have the potential to give global goods inflation another leg up right at a very inconvenient time. So there's a huge debate all around the world about whether inflation's conquered and we just have to chill out and wait for it to fall or whether central banks have got more of a problem on their hands. And that brings us to the OCR decision next month. What's your feeling about that? Yeah, next, I think probably right here, right now, the Reserve Bank doesn't know what it's going to do either. They said last time in November it was a call between 75 and 100. I think it's pretty clear that this time they're going to be debating 50 versus 75. Um, the picture has changed. Uh, well, I said here before the CPI data, that could blow all of this discussion out of the water. Um, but what is clear is that the activity indicators are weakening, and some of them have weakened faster than is consistent with the deliberate recession that the Reserve Bank is forecasting. So, for example, business investment intentions, uh, employment intentions. It's not just the intentions, which of course can change, and so are considered soft data. Um, the card spending data for December and job ads are also weakening. Uh, but the big unknown is firstly how much the economy needs to slow to actually get inflation down because there's a huge amount of unmet labour demand, for example. You know, how much do job ads have to drop before that actually means anything? Um, and, and secondly, you know, how much of a slowdown is going to be required to bring inflation down? You know, two huge important parts of that process with massive uncertainty around them. So 
it's it's not surprising to see um, a, a divergence of views out there about what monetary yeah. should monetary policy should and will do. Still an awful lot of what-ifs circling at the moment. Thanks so much for your time and expertise. Sharon Zonner, ANZ Chief Economist.